from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. This is Thai Cats Today for a Thursday, September the 30th, 2021, last day of September. Also, the first uh, national day for truth and reconciliation. Uh, honoring the lost children and survivors of residential schools, their families, and communities. And maybe you're wearing orange. Uh, maybe you're taking the time to uh, check out the uh, the calls to action that have been made uh, with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. But uh, obviously a, uh, a humbling day for sure and a day to uh, remember uh, the tragic and painful history and the ongoing impacts of residential schools. We will be joined by uh, Ticats quarterback, of course not on the roster now, on the injured list, but Dane Evans, who's got a, a, a great story and, and throughout the season has been acknowledging um, kind of uh, where the teams are playing and, and really uh, a great chat with uh, Dan caught up with him earlier this week so we'll play that for you coming up here on uh, tie cats today uh, news coming out of practice news coming out of kind of post practice uh, the tie cats are going to be releasing Devere Posey and uh, we'll hear from coach in uh, just a moment on that but uh, some some big news coming down on that one so uh, we'll get to coach in just a little bit. We're also going to hear uh, from Nikola Kalinic. Excuse me. He uh, was rocking the orange under his practice jersey today, so uh, we caught up with him. But let's start with the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, and uh, touching on the uh, release of Devere Posey. So, Steve, you know, I'll, I'll shoot you straight here. So, we actually today are going to uh, release Devere Posey. Um, it's uh, definitely tough. It's a, it's really a credit to some of the younger guys that have that have stepped up. Um, it, it's tough because you know we had, you know, Devere had a had an injury early, and where he was likely probably penciled in as an early starter for us. Um, you know, he came in and he was a pro. I thought. Uh, you know, he was help. He was active the whole time in trying to help the receivers get better. He was even helping, you know, uh, Jared Baines, our receiver coach, uh, help prepare and, and do reports. Um, I don't really have uh, – I have nothing but good things to say about Devere except for there is tough decisions to be made, and I, didn't, I don't relish these ones at all. Yeah, so Jeremiah, as, as you were there, he took – the I'd say he probably took 90% of the throws today and that was on purpose and barring uh, anything that doesn't come up you know we would expect Jeremiah to have a high likelihood of starting for us uh, at a minimum he will he'll suit up um, but again his his injury is about you know pain tolerance and whatnot but we liked what we saw there um, at receiver you know we felt like we were stacked there pretty well and people some players have really stepped up and you know to see Braylon back out there and Speedy back out there it's a little bit different to see 86 and 16 out there um, but we'll see how they feel um, after today uh, we we're on the field a little bit you know a little bit lighter practice as normal on day three but we will see we're confident that they're going to be able to go but ultimately we'll decide that uh, after we get the injury report. 
Well, I think obviously it's a important initiative, obviously, um, under, you know, terrible circumstances, but we definitely uh, went out of our way to have our community relations. A lot of you may know Courtney Steven. Uh, he came on and uh, spoke to our football team for uh, probably about five minutes. We definitely decided to take some time and and not just say this, you know, one of these things is, is happening, but uh, Courtney, I thought did a, a great job of it, explaining kind of the why and and how we were gonna support it in, in, uh, as a football team and as an organization uh, by representing some of the shirts and some of the things that we're gonna be wearing. So um, we're, you know, Hamilton Tiger Cats and everybody, we're all on board. And uh, again, I feel like Courtney did a great job of uh, addressing the football team. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice. So obviously a couple things of note coming out of that one. Off the top there, uh, Devere Posey, we mentioned this, Devere Posey will be released by the Tiger Cats and not anything he did but just the stellar play of guys like poppy white and stephen dunbar jr and tim white and uh, obviously a, a tough decision for uh, for coach o to have to make but uh, that's that's what he does he has to make those tough decisions and uh, we wish Devere posey all the best in whatever is next for him i uh, also heard there from coach that it sounds like there's a high likelihood that Jeremiah Masoli will start on Saturday. So for the first time since uh, week two, Masoli looks like he'll be under center and looks like he might have Braylon Addison and uh, Brandon Banks with him as well. And uh, we'll get the full depth chart uh, from the team tomorrow and we'll run that down right here on uh, Cats today. Uh, all right, it is the first national day of truth and reconciliation. And uh, we noticed today out on the field, Nikola Klinic was rocking an orange sweater under his practice jersey and had a chance to catch up with him after practice today. Yeah, it was just uh, today marks the, the first uh, day that, that we're honoring uh, the, the lost lives and, and the survivors of, of the residential schools in Canada. So I, I thought it was uh, kind of acceptable to be wearing an orange sweater, I guess, under practice. So it was just kind of kind of learning this whole week, like leading up to this week and like oh, even over the, the past like pandemic and everything, just learning about all the incidents and things popping up and, and things that we don't even probably know about. Uh, it's tough and, and just just a sign to show that that I support that. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a great recognition. Um, I think that's awesome to, to, to show that that we are understanding. But again, we have to take uh account to what happened we have to acknowledge that and we have to be there and help support groups that that need the supporting and need the help the extra hand the lending hand um honestly just be there in in times and 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 hear stories and learn stories and then learn from it right like it's awesome to learn everything and to hear everything but but if we don't learn from it we won't grow as people so yeah yeah, getting these guys back in, in, in full shape and full stride is, is very exciting. Um, I'm just going to be there doing doing what I do as usual and uh, excited to see them doing their thing as usual as well. So I'm excited for everyone to be back, the, the whole band back together. And, and yeah. That is tight end and fullback of the Hamilton Tigercats, Nikola Kalinic, as we caught up with him after practice and at practice today, rocking the orange underneath his, uh, his jersey. Uh, obviously acknowledging the first National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. And on that topic, had a chance to catch up with Dane Evans 
a little bit earlier this week. Um, you know, he was on the waggle as well. He's uh, so well spoken. He's a great guy on the field, a great guy off the field as well. Um, but had a chance to catch up with him and, and talk to him because every game this season on his Instagram account, uh, he's been kind of making these land acknowledgments of the aboriginal and indigenous uh, people who who had initial claim to the land and uh, i caught up with him and i wanted to know why he started to do this and it, it's a really great conversation uh, i encourage you to to listen to the whole thing uh, listen intently as well and uh yeah here it is uh my conversation with dane evans and we started off by talking about just how he kind of got into it how we decided to uh, to kind of make these land acknowledgements on game days we play in places like Winnipeg, Saskatchewan. You go to BC and you see the totem poles all over. Um, even Ottawa, I mean, there's just so many, you know, native statues around. And so in 2019, when we'd go, I would look up this information on my own. And I would just like, I, I thought it was cool for me. Then COVID happened. And then this year, I really didn't think about doing it. Or like, I thought about it, but I didn't really decide to do it until we were in the hotel in Winnipeg. And uh, to me, it was just with everything that's going on right now, um, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it because I think it's cool. I was like, I don't know if any of my followers or anybody even cares. They might just click through it, but whatever. I'm going to do it because it's it's a way that I can raise at least some set of eyes, raise a little bit of awareness on what's going on. And um, the I wouldn't even be able to describe how like positive the feedback has been from people like reacting to the story and just sending me i mean paragraphs of you know my grandfather has been you know a proud member of this tribe and you know he's never seen an athlete do this this and that and i and just i never thought that would ever happen and the other cool part is guys on the team here they come up to me and they tell me you know they're like uh what you're doing on game day they're like keep doing that and i was i thought they were talking about playing and i was like what what do you mean and, they're telling me about my stories and it's just all different types of guys. I mean, probably over 30 guys have come up to me and said that. So um, I'm glad I decided to do it. So it's been a positive thing. Well, it, cause I mean, you kind of mentioned it. it. It's, it's pretty interesting that almost every city you go to in, in Canada, it's usually named after some indigenous tribe or yeah. And for you personally, I know that this kind of is something that is personal to you because of your own indigenous background. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly why it's so personal to me. Um, I mean, growing up in Oklahoma, I've, I've always known that I'm, you know, Native American, Indigenous, but I always find it interesting in locker rooms that I've been in throughout my life that I don't ever tell people that because, I mean, just let's call it like it is. I look like a bald white guy, right? So I never let people know that about me first, not because I'm afraid. But I just want to see kind of once they know me and know how who I am and stuff, then I kind of let people know, you know, where my background is and who I am and, and my tribe, what that means to me. And, uh, you know, it's just something that I've always, always grown up trying to be proud of. You know, obviously every kid wants to make their parents proud or make their friend proud or whatever. But to me, I've always wanted to make my tribe proud. And and I was alluding to this in another interview, like, obviously the name on the front of your jersey right that's who we all play for but when you get to the pro level it's on the name on the back of your jersey that's people remember you know oh that evans kid or oh this kid you know and to me that is like my direct tie-in to the tribe because everybody back home in oklahoma yeah they know my name they know my dad's name they know my grandpa everything like that but 
I'm always just, and I'll, I love it. I'll always just be that Evans boy, you know? So I want to keep making them proud. I want to keep honoring my last name and honoring my tribe and just keep trying to do what I can do. And to that point, I mean, you, you mentioned that this has been instilled in you from your grandfather, from your father. What kind of role have they played in your growing up and to honor your culture like you have with the name on the back, like you say? I mean, what has it meant to have the support of not just your family, but your teammates as well? It's been huge, honestly. And uh, I think in college, you know, I played at Tulsa and Tulsa is basically was the capital of the Osage Nation, right? Um, it went up to Pahuska, Oklahoma, but basically Tulsa was like, once they found oil there, that's why Tulsa is such a big city. They, they came in and took it from the Osage Indians. But um, so just like, it's funny how life works, right? Cause I, that was my only college scholarship. And if anyone has ever been to Tulsa, you go for five seconds and you just look around, there's Native American stuff everywhere. And I love it. That's why I love it there. Um, and but that's because the town has recognized you know where where this town came from and all that stuff so that's what we're trying to do you know up here and just my my dad my grandpa my grandma um all of them you know always told me just you know like it, it's it's not just your family you're representing it's the whole tribe as a family and that's something that like you said was instilled in me very early and i'm just trying to make them proud there seems to be an ongoing a continuing education not just for yourself but like you said with your posts being able to educate others and especially in times like now especially you know with uh, truth and reconciliation day ahead orange shirt day ahead here uh, in canada how how important is it for you to continue this this messaging beyond your playing career and and continue to to learn and teach others in this point yeah that's the whole reason i did the post i I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I'm not trying to be a political icon. I just want people to acknowledge, like, there's no other way to put it other than like, you're kind of crazy if you think you just showed up and this city was here, right? Like someone before you built this city, someone before them built that city. And it's just like, where did this all come from? Who deserves the credit for what? Um, and the fact I love everywhere we've been to in the CFL, they always acknowledge right before right before the national anthem, they always acknowledge what First Nations land we're on. And my I think it was 2018, it might have been 19, but when we played at Winnipeg, they actually sang the national anthem, I believe, in Crete. And uh, that honestly, that was one of the coolest national anthems I've ever been a part of. So long story short, I'm just trying to get people to recognize like with everything that's been happening with the residential schools, with all that. Like it wasn't that long ago. My my great grandmother was taken off of her land by the US government. They cut her hair, they taught her English, they you know, they didn't want her to speak our native language anymore. And so like I know everyone reads it and you see it in your history book and you're like, Wow, that was kinda bad that, that happened, right? That happened two generations ago. Like my great grandmother, she passed in twenty sixteen. That's how recent it was, you know? So, um, I think with this whole day and everything that's been going on, yes, it's a horrible thing. It should never, ever happen again. But if we don't learn from it and if we don't acknowledge it and bring light onto it, it very well could happen again. So that's why I think this day is so big in in the Canadian, you know, sphere of everything. Like we need to acknowledge it. We need to see what went on as much as we don't want to so that it never, ever happens again, not just to indigenous people but to any race of people ever 
that's such a great point because there are so many people who who wrongfully say well it was so long ago it wasn't us that's not who we are no. that's not true because we know that residential schools at least here in canada were going up until the the mid 90s right so what advice would you say for somebody who you know I, it doesn't affect me anymore what would you tell them and i totally get that right like it, it makes perfect logical sense but the truth is that's it like you said it my great grandma it happened to my great grandma and it's just something that it's okay to be afraid of it whether you you know open your phone up and you want to read a news article on it or you want to actually go somewhere in person and learn about it please do don't let the fear of like being afraid of what happened in the past like scare you off of it i, it, I would rather someone go somewhere being a little afraid about it because that's when you're going to learn the most that's when you're going to it's really going to strike a chord with you and you're never ever going to want to treat someone that way or think that you're better than them because of this and that you know what i mean so i would just say don't don't be afraid of it it's not pretty everything about it it's a horrible situation just acknowledge that and let's learn from it and that's what this whole day is about uh dane uh really great catching up with you on something that's obviously so important to you and should be so important to everybody else so thanks for doing this buddy yeah thanks louie i appreciate it that is dane evans of the hamilton tiger cats and uh, great to connect with him on something that is obviously so important to him and should be important uh so many of us uh here today on the uh the first uh, National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. Uh, I would encourage you to, to do your homework. We had a great speaker come in yesterday and talk to us here at the uh, the business staff of the Thai Cats. And uh, Courtney, Stephen has been doing a great job uh, kind of educating the team uh, on what's going on. And there's uh, going to be a lot of kind of uh, stuff going on for that on uh, Saturday's game here at Tim Hortons Field. Make sure to join us Saturday on the Ticats Audio Network if you're not coming down. And maybe if you are coming down in person, too. Uh, we'll be on the air at 3 o'clock. Andy Fan Tuesday will bring you Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. And then RJ Broadhead and Mike Morreale will have the call beginning at 4 o'clock. You can join uh, Andy and I for Tiger Cats at the half. And that one, even if you are coming down to the game, you'll get to see Andy and I uh, on the jumbo screen uh, during halftime. And then make sure to join us for Tiger Cats postgame as well. So lots going on here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network, including a brand new episode of Task and Twos uh, that dropped today. Uh, Tasker, Luke Tasker, still in Alaska for his sister's wedding, uh, but he's making his way back uh, soon. Uh, but they caught up for a brand new episode of Task and Two, so go check that out uh, wherever you get this podcast. It's right here on the Tie Cats Audio Network. All right, thanks for checking us out today. We're back tomorrow for Tie Cats today. As always, for the Tie Cats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.